Um, the widespread hate, hatred of Shrek. Um, <laughs> did you know that Christopher Walken's character in Batman Returns is named Shrek with a C? S-H-R-E-C-K. I don't know why, but that's what I thought of when I came in here. Um, yeah, uh... Welcome to Midbrow. This is the Dead Week episode. In between our uh, two-week releases, we'll have uh, these hour-long or hour-and-a-half-long episodes where it's just one of us and someone else. But today, I'm actually with two other people. Um, I'm with Sarah Hale and Bradford Taylor, two homies, and we talk about Korea for a little bit. recorded last night. Sorry, I'm a little sick. Um... But yeah, more on that in a second. Um, thank you for faithfully having listened so far to everything we've done. Um, yeah, I just want to read an, a, an ad real quick before I get to that interview or that discussion. Um, it's for Three Hive Record Lounge, which is a record lounge here if you, uh, obviously, I... Uh, you can hear um, me typing on my laptop the details for it to make sure I have the correct stuff. But, um, <coughs> heavens, sorry. Um, Three Hive Record Lounge is a record lounge open in Provo, Utah on 500 East or 50 East, 500 North. Um, and it's sick. I actually know the owner pretty well. He's a homie. Uh, actually, he's going to be on the show uh, later on. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, they're open on Fridays and Saturdays from noon to 8. Uh, it's like it, you go in, you can check out, you can buy records. They have equipment there too. They have box sets. They have special 30% off bins. They've got a great, really wide selection. It's a super swanky, cool, and suave place. Um, I like it. The dude who works there is super sick. Um, and, yeah. He's going to be on our show. We're going to be talking about vinyl in a couple weeks, and we're going to be talking about uh, his place. Uh, that's pretty much it for that ad to say. It's cool. I know that this is a uh, uh, the audience for this is all over the place, not just in Utah, but if you are listening in Utah, this record lounge is like probably probably my favorite place to buy records in all of Utah, which is sick because it gets to be where I live right now since I live in Provo at the moment. Um, if you're passing through Provo, check it out. If you live in Utah, especially if you live in Utah County, check it out on a Friday or Saturday. It's super cool. Great prices. Uh, super personalized. He'll order stuff for you and get it for you. Uh, three Hive. But from there, uh, let's go to this Dead Week duo with Sarah Hale and Brad Taylor. Uh, segue into that. Ra-her. That's hilarious. And I did all that for Sundance. Oh, because heck yeah. Are you, are you in a... What are you doing for that? I'm just going to buy tickets. Just oh, heck yeah. For, Why not? Well, because, yeah, you have to have a Utah driver's license to buy tickets tomorrow. Or, I guess, tonight at, like, midnight. Weird. Okay, well, <laughs> you can... If you if you are a Utah resident, you can do it three days early. And if you don't, then you can't. Like, if you don't have the Utah driver's license, then you can't do it. Wait, so, uh, do they have the, the names of the movies, like, released yet? Yeah, yeah. They have You're so much more tuned into this than I was I hoping that you I should know more. I was hoping that you knew because I don't know how it works at all. I just saw stuff that I read online and then. Well, look, I'll, no, I'll, I'll look it up. Usually, I mean, usually in my program, they tell us, like, hey, we have tickets for this stuff. But besides that, we're <laughs> I not can't in, like. You did that. Like, I know. It was. I, I was. Ha- like, I think that the payoff 
because I was so angry and because <laughs> I had been so terrible that it was better. Like, it was more satisfying when I broke the law than if I had just <laughs> come prepared. Oh, my gosh. All for Sundance, too. Mm-hmm. Worth it, though. I have a serious, and this is going to sound really like, um, I don't know, the word very stereotypical, but I have a really strong hatred for the DMV. Not from when I got my driver's license, though. So when I got my driver's license, it was fine. I was excited, and it was fine. But when I got my driver's license in Korea, it was the worst experience of my entire life. How, what was different? have never done anything <coughs> that was so difficult or... Really? It horrible. It was horrible. I failed <laughs> so many times. Do they so have different laws? It's So the way it works is that if you want to get a driver's license in Korea, and it, I'll get to that part in a second, but <laughs> you have to take a maneuverability test. But first, So you have to take a written test, and then you have to take a maneuverability test, and then you have to take a, like, you have to go with an instructor onto the road and drive around for a little bit. So there's three tests. Yeah, yeah. You have to pass all of them okay. to get oh, the yeah. driver's license. Oh, uh, okay. And I passed the written test on the first try, and the other office missionaries that had Wait, done did you it, take it in Korean? No. Freak, no. 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 <laughs> no. So wait, it's not like a Korean driver's license, just like an international driver's license. No, it's a Korean driver's license. I have it uh, right here. I don't... Yeah, it's... No, it's Korean. I want to see it. It is Korean. And you but can see the English. death in my eyes, because <laughs> I have just... This is what someone that comes out of like a POW camp looks like because this is what I felt like. Oh my god! Terrible. I was so. Oh my heavens! That is hilarious. As opposed to the one I got today, where <laughs> I actually also look super pissed in this picture because <laughs> that, they took that the second time I came back, <laughs> and I didn't think that I was going to be able to get it, and I was so angry. But so the address on here is Prison Songsons. It's the, the mission office, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing: is that. Uh, there's this rapper from Wu Tang Clan named ODB, old old dirty bastard. That's like Sean. I look better in that one, but oh man. One of his album covers is him in his driver's license picture, and he looks insane. And I feel like that Korean driver's license could be like a mixtape cover if you want it to be. <laughs> it looks they. I feel like they use some kind of software to take get rid of blemishes and like wrinkles. They totally do. And make you look as much like a baby as possible. Because they I totally look like a baby. do that. Like so you see any professional picture of anyone taken in Korea, it's like way over edited. Mad Photoshop. Like they look like they're like, like they look terrifying. Where does that come from? So you'll, I don't know, but you'll, you'll be walking down the street and you'll see like, there'll like be like these Photoshop it. stores, or I don't know if those are called, like a They're like just a photo stores. Yeah, yeah it's studios, like a studio. Yeah. And it'll have a picture of like a completely normal, happy looking person on one side. <laughs> And then just like an android on the other side. And it's like, this is like the before and the after. And that's what they're going to do to your face. And I've seen people like working on it because it's like a fun thing to do where you go with your friends and like take all these goofy pictures and stuff. But you'll see some dude working in there on like a normal human person's photo. And they're just like carving their face into like a perfect Weird. egg. And like taking off all of the blemishes and everything. So what's the point if everyone just looks like that? Well, like, I don't know. They have their it's own, it's like their own creepy. thing. Like, I remember when I saw the pictures for the first time, because, like, we'll get a sheet, like, whenever new Korean missionaries, like, come into the MTC, we'll get, like, a bunch of pictures of them. And, like, I, like, felt like I was, like, in some apocalyptic, like, mm-hmm. it's really, really scary. Yeah, because they're, like, their eyes are just, like, daggers. And, like, really? Yeah. I want to see if I can find a picture of it. It's like... Yeah. So, let, let's go back to the beginning while you do that. Well, yeah. So, I go to this testing center, and I passed the written test on the first try, and I was pretty happy about that. Yeah. Because the last office elder, who I was with, because we're together at this time, and he's, like, getting me through this process. And I need to finish this quickly so that he can leave, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because typically, it's like a six-day, seven-day thing where, like, he drives me around, and then I get the license, and then I'm... Replace him. And I only drove for, like, six months before my mission anyway. Because I got my license oh. when I was 18. Because oh, okay. driving school was, like, $400. And my parents were no, yeah. not going to do that. Yeah. And so I was already, Did your like, brother have a license? Yeah. Yeah, why yeah. would you need one? Yeah. yeah, no, really. So he just drove me around. And then that last year, I got it when I was a senior. But... <clears throat> so... I passed the first written test. And then they have... So this part is actually really fun and funny. They have, like, a simulator for the maneuverability test that is in, like... That's sick. It's, like, it's just, like, a video game. It's just, you sit down, and there's the 
arcade. Is it like, realistic? Steering wheel for and some reason, my like shifter and everything. It feel it's pre- it's pretty real. Like, yeah. it's pretty good. Like uh, okay, it feels natural. Like because usually in games when you like you have to slam on the accelerator and then it just kind of it's going or it's not going. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. With this, it's like it was really touchy and everything, and you can't put the simulator in English. And so I didn't really need to use the simulator because I wasn't going to be able to really understand what was going on anyway. <laughs> like, it's just technical stuff that I wasn't going to be able to understand. And so I did the simulator a couple times and felt like I got better at it. But there was one where um, I failed. And when you fail, like, you pay for five minutes. But when you fail, like, the test is over, you know. And so yeah, you yeah. can't really, it won't, it'll tell you other times that you fail, but, like, it, it's it's over. And so I just started kind of screwing around and seeing what I could do in the simulator. And there's like this old man is like watching me. And there's this part where you there's a little hill and you need to see if you can go halfway up the hill and stop. And when you accelerate again, you don't go back so far that you like cross a certain line. You know, like when you're yeah, stopping yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're going up on a hill, you don't want to rear end somebody. And so that's part of the test. So I took that hill and I like kind of angled my car on the flat ground in a weird way and I just <laughs> slammed on the accelerator and launched the car out of the box that was the simulation <laughs> and I just started falling out, out of the map, like out of the game. And like the kilometers per hour going like 10,000, 16,000, 20,000 kilometers per hour and this old man is just watching me and he's just laughing to himself like, and there's like a bunch of other people online too like waiting that is to take their practice oh. tests and everything. That's so funny. And there's just these two goofy white dudes laughing their heads off because they don't know how to drive. And so that was funny. But then I start doing the other... That's what it looks like. Yeah. So wait, I have a quick question about this picture thing before we get back yeah, to it. Yeah. So, I, so right now we're looking at this picture of <laughs> Kim Jong-un yeah. uh, reworked into like how they do it. Here's my question. If they can do that, why doesn't every picture of him look like that? Well, because then they wouldn't be... He able- looks like... He looks as he has the thickest was... neck and the and like the most chiseled jaw. I feel like this is just a joke. This is like yeah, no, that's that's more of a joke. Uh, that has to be. But they like this is a normal one. Like that's I such think, a weird they, like, thing. They also like a ton of them get surgery on their jaws so that they look like this. They look like what it's intended to be. That is messed up. I hate it when people talk about how like bad America is. And we got crap like this going on oh, yeah, around the world. Well, like like what? Like what? But, like, she's smiling. They don't usually smile. Like, the ones I've seen, they're very straight-faced. So I bet Tinder, like, around, like, in North Korea, or, like, South Korea is just, like... North, Tinder in North Korea. Tinder in North Korea. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could I don't... No, I don't think that... Tinder, they don't even have computers. I'm pretty sure they're programmed to who they're gonna <laughs> procreate with. Tinder in South Korea would be ridiculously misleading. It's horrible. Anyway, so you were flipping out... Like, you were flipping around yeah, so down I, the hill. I got out of the simulator, so that was Oh, funny. okay, yeah. But, uh, and you failed. Well, Needless yeah. to but, say. Well, so that one was just kind of like a test. That one's not scored. It's just so oh. you can get ready. But because the simulation is an exact copy of what you're gonna do on the street. Oh, oh, it's just like a practice. Yeah. Oh, so that's nice. I, I'm not following. I wasn't following up. The actual maneuverability test, not in the simulator. And you have to watch this 40 minute video every time that you do it. And I watched that video so many times because I failed the maneuverability, I think, four times. Oh, my gosh. In one day? No. Like, no. Just separate... It was an hour We're and a half like away separate and I days? Go Oh, my gosh. On separate days. And so, and it costs money every time you do that. So, I'm like just guzzling down the church's money to fail repeatedly. That's hilarious. And it's funny because it all goes on the same sheet of paper. And so, like, when you've come in for the fifth time... And they're stamping it again with a big red, like, failure on the paper. Like, you It just gets so dirty and, like, gross. And it's, like, crinkled from all the different workers' hands it's had to pass through. And it's... That's hilarious. So sad. But the funny thing is that in the end, I... So I failed the maneuverability four times and I passed it. And then there's, like, the one where you go out on the street. And I failed that one twice for really stupid reasons. And then I do it the third time. And the guy puts the test in... Because what it does is it gives you certain prompts, like, turn right or, like... Slow yeah, down, yeah, or yeah. stop at the stop sign, let the pedestrians cross, because it knows where you're going, and it's done the route before, and you're actually on the road, but this guy forgot to put it into English, and so he put it into Korean. Oh my gosh. And I was fine, because it was pretty straightforward stuff, but I was like, I like I don't want to mess up because of that, and he was just like, oh no, he felt super bad, because he thought that I was just going to be like totally lost, you know, yeah. if I had to take the test in Korean. 
And so he just set, told me everything that I was supposed to do. <laughs> That's hilarious. Exactly when I was supposed to do it. Did he speak English well? And he, like, pressed the brakes for me, too. Oh, my on the gosh. Other side when he felt like it was going to penalize me for, like, not decelerating quick enough at a stop or whatever. And so, no, he didn't really speak English, but he passed me through that test, which was awesome. So at first, when I found out that it was going to be in Korean, I was like, great, I'm screwed, screwed again, I'm going to fail, but... That ended up being the last time I took it and I passed it, but that was crazy. There are homies around the world that are looking out for yeah, for ignorant yeah, white people like us. Okay, so yeah, with the uh, the I don't I don't even know what you would call that, like the Photoshop, mm-hmm. the face modification. It's funny when you first see it, like it's 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 either strange or it's something that you laugh about. But um, I think that the more you dive into Korean culture and you dive into like modern culture and like western culture's effect on the rest of the I world. I feel like Korea is like if you took a perfect like what you would think would make a perfect country and put it in like a petri dish and just like watched it develop over time. Yeah. Because almost everything has been built from the ground up. So it's like you started with like this blank slate and just like a large-ish population of people and then just industry, and you just kind of see really? how that happens and stuff. It happens it's really weird. fast, like oh 20 my, years. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. They went from, like, nothing to being, like, ranked in some of the highest and, like, biggest production. Do you guys know how? I know that Korea good. is number one in manufacturing when it comes to cars, I'm pretty sure right mm-hmm. now. They're number one exports. Oh, my gosh. Motor vehicles, which is crazy for a country that's smaller than, like, Indiana to be able to do that much. <laughs> but it's got the population for it. But Yeah. So it, it's the fastest developing country like in recorded history for a country to grow as quickly with as little resources to go that quickly. It is the number one. And I think that like social and economic like branching out in such a short amount of time is crazy. Because I know that until like 19... I'm, I don't want to get this wrong, but like 1980, 1990, I know those are very different years, but <laughs> until a certain year, Koreans were not allowed to travel outside of Korea. You've heard that before, right? Like yeah. they, weren't, they weren't allowed to leave Korea, which is super weird. That sucks. But as soon as that happened, whether it be 1980 or 1990, I need to find out, but they were able to develop and spread like so quickly after that. Happened. Yeah, I can check. Let me see if I can look that up. Which is just crazy. But as, long, as far as like the... I don't know. You you could talk about Korean people, especially young Korean people, and like problems with self-image. I mean, there's similar problems in America, but I think that being able to view it from outsiders' point of view, you kind of see that there's a lot more things in play that lead to that being a problem, and it's kind of the reason why Korea has like the highest suicide rate of any country in the world right now is because of issues that tie into like self-image or self-worth or or whatever there's this idea of um it's like shaming face it's like you you assume that everyone is looking at you mm-hmm. all the time like when you go somewhere really? you assume that everyone's watching you and so like you you wouldn't go out without already having had think thought about that and prepared for that reality that everyone's going to be looking at you and so you need to be like you need to present yourself in a way that is attractive or in a way that is like beneficial so it's weird. It's crazy. And it's weird. like weird too because it's like there's no like nobody's like unique, you know, like people want to be like each other. Like there's this like uniform look that they just like all want to be a part of. And so like when people are like all Asians look the same, like they are you saying they want that? Or like well, maybe like, they've I fallen like, into that because I it's expected? Feel like no, I don't think they do because it's expected. I think Korean people are are definitely social climbers and like when something's cool and trendy like they want to be a part of that and that's why like when they meet americans they're like they want to be a part of that and like yeah and you this know, is based on your guys experience yeah. yeah 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 i mean like obviously like we don't know like inside their minds yeah. or anything 100%, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, 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 yeah. we're yeah. just psychoanalyzing these people that we lived with yeah. for that's not how even that no that's what everyone up. does yeah that's what we all do yeah but like if you see like all of the middle school girls will dress the same like all the guys dress the same they have the same haircut same glasses like the moms and the dads they look pretty similar too and like What's interesting is, like... And this is, like, pretty dramatized. Like, you will notice it. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. even if I see people in America that are Asian, 
I can tell by the clothes that they're wearing or like the way that they do their makeup if they're Korean or not. That's insane. Because That's crazy. Like, those trends so are very yeah. like those trends are spelled out in social yeah. media and spelled out just Wow. They're it's so cohesive. How even, be, even Koreans will joke about it too, like they'll say that what, what is it? Isn't that right? Bang? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the, the fish bread? Yeah, they yeah. say that sometimes Korean people look like bumupa because it's oh just this gosh. bread that is made in a mold. Yeah. And everybody's there. And they say that oh, we're all just coming out of the mold. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's like, a, it's a. Korean people will admit too that trends are important. Not, not, not as much as important as that they, they take control more yeah. than indiva- individuality takes control. And I think that that has a lot to do with like culture that's older than spit you know like it's been yeah. around for a really really long time and it's weird to see it modernized too the whole like control and power like if you see couples on the subway like the boyfriend is always holding the girlfriend's neck like what he, like, controls yeah. her it's really weird it's super creepy oh man and like it's not like you know like here people like hold hands or whatever like that's how they hold hands like and Dude, my, I, she'll just sit I there. just, I just, it's so hard for me to have sympathy to people who, like, think we have all the problems in the world mm-hmm. when it's just, like, it's so much worse everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and I, and I'm of the thought that Korea is one of the best countries in the world. Like, yeah, cl- like, I, I wouldn't want to make comparisons because I think that if a, if a Korean person tried to grow up in America, they'd be like, this sucks, and if I try to no, one hundred percent, yeah, this sucks too. You for know? sure. I think that it's what I'm, it's what I'm comfortable with, and it's what I'm used to. But um, no matter where you go, even in countries where those essential needs are not even essentials, like Korea has far surpassed what is essential. Just like America has far surpassed what is essential yeah. when it comes to yeah. life. We've gone into all amounts of luxury and materialism that lead to nothing. Yeah, but yeah. That like we're far beyond what is essential, and um, people aren't happy. And I think it's the same, th- you see the same things in America. It's yeah. just, we had it kind of spelled out for us because it's, it's not just you seeing materialism on a level that you've already seen it, but seeing materialism as it applies to a culture that you've never been exposed to before. Yeah. And so it's the same, <coughs> it's the same result. It's just a construct that's foreign. And so you're able to kind of um, pick it apart and observe it and kind of see how it works more than you would be able to on something that you've grown up with or been surrounded by since you were young. Wild. Wild. Okay, so I want to know, I want to start with, uh, so when you guys found out that you were going to Korea, what was, like, the reaction? Because, like, I, I went to Cincinnati, all right, which was sick. Yeah. Brad's from Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. But, um... And and I loved it, obviously. And I was excited. I, I expected to go to California for some mm. reason. I wanted to go to England, but I thought I was going to go to California and Cincinnati. I mean, that's that's right in the middle of the Venn diagram of those two places. <laughs> um, so what right was what was your guys' reaction to, like, Korea, South Korea? Well, I was like, I knew it was in Asia, but I honestly was oh, like... Oh, gosh. I was, like, stoked because I was like, I'm not going to, like freaking arkansas like, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> no offense no 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 like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're, you're like, entitled to your opinion i like wanted to go forward really bad because i felt like there was so much of the world i still needed to experience did you study japanese in high school i didn't like say japanese i actually said french i thought i was gonna go really? to france and i was like if i go to stateside i was like i want to go i want to go to like new york or something yeah or somewhere where there's lots of diversity because i've just lived like I mean, I've lived in diverse places, I guess, but I don't know. I just felt like I had a thing or two to learn. And so, um, like, I was excited and kind of nervous, but I had no idea what to expect. I, like, didn't know where Korea was. I knew it was close to Japan, <laughs> and I knew I had been there before when I was younger, but, like, I I didn't know. Like, so I, like, started Googling stuff about it and, like, street food and stuff, and, like, nothing seemed to click, but, like... The second I got there, it was, like, all these things that I had looked up and, like, learned while I was in the Missionary Training Center, like, just, like, clicked together. Or, like, and it continued to click while I was there. That's so sick. So, like, I had no expectation when I got there. But, like, I realized, like, as I was there, like, I had kind of figured some things out, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Brad, what about you? Um, well... What were you expecting? A little bit of background to the <laughs> people that are... Here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Feel free to give context. I have known Sarah for a very long time, and so when I found out she was going to Korea, I was very 
Like, I thought that was really cool. By the way, this is Brad talking. Yes. I'm Harrison. This is Sarah. I'll do an intro for this later. But, yeah, you can continue. Great. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I, I knew that Sarah was there, so um, that was cool. I didn't have really expectations as to where I was going to go. I didn't want to go to a third world country, and I had reasons for that. The reason being is because I knew that I have a problem when I feel like things are unfair. And I feel like if I went to a country that was third world, I would see people's like financial struggles or just struggles for basic necessities of life. You saint. And just think the whole thing was screwed. Like this this whole thing is a joke. Me coming here trying to preach something is just a joke because these people don't have the basic necessities of life. That's what they need, yeah. You know, and I would just feel like the whole thing was unfair. And I feel like that that would have made me like... Jaded? Jaded or maybe just kind of get some kind of bitterness from all of it, which I didn't, I didn't want. I wanted to go somewhere where I felt like, um, everybody was on an even playing field and like, I, I really had I didn't have a lot of expectations. I was really excited to go on a mission cause it was something that I had always wanted to do. I, it was something that I thought I would be good at and yeah. I hadn't really found a lot of things that I was good at. Um, <laughs> so I was excited at the prospect of there being something that I wanted to do. And also I thought that you would, would excel at really rewarding. Yeah. Um, and so I found I was going to Korea. That was very cool because I knew that Sarah was there. and um, That's insane. Yeah, yeah, but I also, I knew nothing about Korea. And similar to Sarah, I went on the internet. I went to YouTube and I just typed in Korea. And the first video that came up was a video done by Vice. About, oh, wow. Um, these guys who work for the Suicide Watch in Korea. Oh, my gosh. They patrol in these boats. And they work in these offices, and basically they go either to do pickup from someone that's done Please. committed suicide. Are you serious? Yeah. Or to prevent um, people from killing themselves. Whoa, whoa, wait. First of all, uh, that'd be the worst job in the world. Yeah. Second of all, um, is like depression like a big problem in Korea? It's it's huge. Yeah. It's yeah. Huge. Really. It's it, like, huge. They the kids are in really? school from eight in the morning till ten at night. Like they they work hard. They're workaholics. Oh they care gosh. mostly about money. Like, the things that they prioritize, it's just not... To, was it, was to it, kind of explain, like... Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I saw this video, and, like, I had had friends who had either committed suicide or had parents that had committed suicide. Yeah. And so when I thought, like, I might not be able to just, like... People might... You would think, at least I thought, that Christianity was not something that was going to be ingrained into the culture. Yeah. Not nearly as much as it actually is, which I was surprised by, but it's it, it's not compared to America. Christianity is For not sure. as big in Korea as it is in America. But beyond that, if I could somehow maybe shine a little bit of hope on somebody's life so that they thought that it was worth living, I thought that, that would be pretty pretty cool. Because as soon as I realized that I was going to a country that was historically difficult for, like, missionary work or things like that. I wanted to know that, like, there was going to be a place where effort was going to be required, you know? And so I thought that was really cool. But um, as far as, like, depression in Korea, I remember I realized that there was a problem really early on. Again, this is coming from two people who are not travelers in (laughs) this world. Like... (laughs) If well, I if I was well. if I was not from Korea or if I was not from America and I came to America just on a trip or something, I would think, oh, this is the best place ever. Like, there's this has been glorious. There's no problems. Like, I've had yeah. so much fun. And if I went to Korea for a short amount of time, if I didn't know it intimately, I wouldn't be as w- aware of its problems. And be as woke. Because because when you go there, it really is an amazing experience because it's wonderful. People are so nice. It's so clean. It's so safe. The food is great. Like, everything is wonderful, and then the reason why we talk about it in kind of a melancholy-ish way, yeah, the way yeah. we've done that in this conversation, is because <laughs> we know that there's a lot of people who aren't happy, despite yeah. all of these great things. And that kind of puts a kind of a dark mark on what would be, in our minds, a really a perfect place. A utopia. Well, it's like, yeah. their buildings, too, are, it's like... The whole structure of Korea is like everything on the outside is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. their buildings look modern and they're nice, but if you look at like the infrastructure and like just like I don't know how it's built and stuff, you can see it's like cheaply made and it's not like doesn't seem sturdy or what like it's a durable. Metaphor. Yeah. And like I feel like the people are really similar to that. Like they look happy and they're 
Well done. They're uh, always well dressed. Like, they're always well dressed. You would never, you would never, ever, ever see some guy wearing some new, like some jankety, ugly sneakers, <laughs> like dad sneakers, and basketball shorts and a t-shirt outside. Really? Never. No. Unless he was. It's just like basketball. it's just like a it's like a cultural expectation. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's just not right. It's like if you're gonna look the part, you gotta look the part. Did and, did did missionaries get stunted on because maybe they're wearing like Doc Martens or something like that or like tattered clothing? Uh, would, would they, they, or would, would they, they meet the expectation? expectation? I, think I think that, that because that they're, they're foreigners, that kind of goes out more. No, it's like, but missionaries are really white people. Pretty well, because yeah. it's pretty cheap, but clothing there is cheap. And I think it's harder for sisters than it is for Yeah, no, we looked freaking ugly. But like, like you were saying, like, there's all these like things we can talk about this dark mark and it's like melancholy, but like, there are so many awesome things about Korea, like. So no, 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 for sure. We'll get into that. It's kind of the way that people talk about, like, their parents. Like, when my friends meet my parents, like, your parents are the freaking best. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, you don't really have to live with them. They can be a little bit annoying. I love them, but, like, I, I sometimes want to get away. And I feel the same way as I feel about Korea. For somebody that was experiencing it for the first time, it's like, they're so nice. Like, it's so amazing. And that is 100% true. And I'm so grateful for the gratitude of strangers that made two years of my life faster but yeah. as you instantly get to know things you you understand issues and I, I think that especially when you're a missionary you have this capacity to help or to fix problems that it makes those problems existing and being unsolvable really frustrating like yeah and i realized that there was a problem we we would do these like it's called street boarding activities which is not what my friend thought it was, which was what we were going to ride like long boards on the street and do like something cool. <laughs> Not that at all. We would hold up boards and ask questions. And one of the questions that we asked was, when are you the most happy? And I've never seen people struggle with a question so much. Oh my gosh. And the answer that was the most reoccurring answer by far was when I am asleep. That oh my gosh, when I'm unconscious. Yeah, when, when I'm not alive. When I'm not yeah. in the world at all. Yeah, when I'm not like... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's insane. insane. And I'm not like, like present. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of taking to demonstrate. Like, I I, I don't know. I feel like when I like, went out on my at the beginning of this experience, I was very much a child. You know? No, for sure. <laughs> and I had yeah, a lot of same here. Sarah can totally vouch for that. And anybody that knows me, I was a total child, and I'm a little bit less of a child now. But I went out with like a lot of like childish like wonder and like expectation and thinking like this is just going to be this grand adventure yep and yep like, i know exactly and an eagerness to make friends yeah too and when i when i went out and i was able to see how sad people were or just an answer like that you know to somebody else like someone saying when they're asleep that's when they're most happy they're most happy they would just roll it off and like continue the conversation but that really shocked me and i if i'm going to like care about someone in the capacity where i want to help them that problem or them saying something like that is going to affect me in a really strong way yeah you know because if i heard like my brother say that he's most happy when he's asleep i would be extremely concerned i would want him to see somebody or get some help right yeah keep an eye on him or whatever and so when you get that from a stranger and then you never see them again you just think about that yeah oh my gosh and it you compassionate you 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 tortured devil (laughs) i'm gonna get some more water i'll be right back it made me really sick and it made me really sad for a long time and or like in the second the one i saw also was like when they had money It's like they tried like to money find was what makes them most happy. Yeah, like it's just like they tried to find happiness and things that are never going to give them what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you can think that people are maybe answering in a superficial way, but what I kind of realized is that there's people who have never lived life in any other way than in a superficial way, and that yeah. Goes for Americans and Koreans and every no, even other country that gives yeah. way to no, materialism. Like, no one has ever lived anything that wasn't just superficial. Like, their relationships are superficial. Like, the way they look at themselves is in a superficial yeah. way. So, that's, that's insane. You're talking about um, <clears throat> your childlike wonder going out. I had, like, the same thing. And it was wiped away so clean because, like, we're all from places that, like, you know, religion isn't necessarily huge. Like, I'm from Missouri, uh, Cincinnati, and also Washington and kind of all over. But um, I, uh, my first day, I was in Norwood, Ohio, 
And uh, I remember we were driving down the street. It was Zinc 1 p.m. I'm not gonna. I won't comment. But it's it's yeah, it's 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 uh, downtown Cincinnati for sure. But um, beautiful place. I love the people. I was there for a year, so I learned to love it. I, I learned to love it the first day, and I continued to love it the whole year. But um, uh, my at 1 p.m., me and my companion are driving down the street, and I saw a man peeing off his balcony, like full frontal nudity. And I was just like, this is a mission, right? And it was. That was. And then on Friday, I saw a person get shot. Anyway. Uh, I never saw anything crazy like that. Like maybe I saw a peeing in a in a subway one station. One time I saw a naked prostitute outside of the church building. That Whoa! Was... <laughs> Wrong place. That's a bad. Well, she was like covered up top, but like she was sitting in a kimchi squat. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> anyway. Oh gosh! Uh, okay. So bye, Candy. And All right. I think that like, especially when you try to have a sense of humor, if I, if these were things that I was seeing in a movie, like a guy peeing off his balcony, yeah, or some guy. Like what I saw peeing in a subway <laughs> or a naked prostitute outside of church <laughs> building. If you saw it in a movie, it would be funny. Yeah. But when you're seeing it in real life, especially when you're a missionary, like it's everything so that you weird. bombard yourself with yeah. is that these are people. These yeah. people have lives. Yeah. There have been events and choices in their lives that have led them to where they currently are, and that direction is not a direction that is making them happy. Yeah. And so when that idea is something that you're trying to remember, and when you're trying to remember that you have the capacity, right when you meet somebody, to completely change the course of their life and the course yeah. of their decisions, seeing things like that is not funny. It's, no, like, yeah. And, and you, you, you... It's like laughing, heartbreaking. But, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, oh, classic comedy. Yeah, it's, it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. And, it, and there's really no other way to deal with it than to either joke about it, which would be, would be terrible, and you would never be able to do your job correctly, or to have compassion and to remember it, and to be freaking sad all the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I found that there is a third way. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how like religious we want to get. No, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we can get to that in a second. I have a couple questions about Korea specifically. First of all, uh, the language. Um, how long did it take you guys to like, at least be comfortable with it? These are gonna be very. How insane is it? Because I know that Mandarin. That, this is this is as close as I, any knowledge I know. Mandarin Chinese, which I'm guessing is similar in some way to Korean, is like the second hardest language to learn in like the world, right? Okay, let me just back okay. up some people who okay. speak Mandarin right now. The grammar form in Mandarin, like they do tonal, and that's hard. Props to them. Yeah, like I speak monotone even in English, but like yeah. their grammar is like a caveman. Like Korean grammar is completely backwards, first of all. And they speak monotone for the most part. And, like, ex you express how you feel through the grammar form that you use. So, like, oh, I could tell you one thing. Like, I could say, like, it's right there. Like, uh, like there. Like, it's just right there. I could tell you, like, which is, like, you know it's there. Which is, like, way sassier, but it's the exact same thing. I just changed the grammar form that I'm using. Oh, my gosh. So, like... They express how they feel through the grammar form they use. So, like, not only are we learning a ton of new vocabulary and a whole new alphabet, but, like, we have to learn how to, like, rethink, like, the way we speak. Yeah. And so, like, I didn't get good at Korean until, like, I felt, like, really comfortable. Like, I felt like I was pretty good, like, but, like, not until, like, six months until I was with a Korean companion. And I just started thinking in Korean. But, like... Because nothing that you want to say is going to have any grounds in the structures of communication that you're mm -hmm. familiar with. Like, oh there's not gosh. going to be anything that you're going to want to try to put across in what you're used to that's going to come across in that same way if you try to, like, convey that feeling <coughs> from what you're used to. You have to completely throw that out. Not that you don't, like still hear things and think in your own in way English, of thinking yeah but yeah your inflection or the way that you want to say something you really have to start that over and start rewriting this new map that is how you're going to get across what you want to say and the way you want to That's say insane. it in this completely new language it doesn't it's not like you take the blocks that you have knock them over and rebuild them so you throw your blocks out burn them with fire and get your new blocks <laughs> and it's terrible but it was really really fun it is interesting too like I remember, like, just, like, making certain connections was always super fun, like, with... Because there is... Hanja is, like, Chinese roots or whatever. Yeah. And, like, seeing, like, the connections. Like, I remember learning, like, 
the Chinese word ni is means beautiful. And the word for America in Korean is niguk, which means basically, I mean, it means America, but it means, if you break it up, beautiful kingdom. So, like, that's what? how they view America. And then, like, hanguk is Korea in Korean, and han means one. So it's the first kingdom. So it's, wow. just, it's just, like, interesting, like, when you... When you find out the hanja behind the words. The hanja. Yeah. 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 So it's like each, it's hard to explain, but in Korea there isn't, in Korean there is an alphabet, but you take those characters, you take the, those alphabet things to make. Symbols. Yeah, those symbols <laughs> to make a character. And each of those has a meaning and a lot of them are derived Dear from Chinese heavens. characters. And there's Goodness dozens gracious. and thousands of oh characters. There's dozens gosh. of characters that can come as the same thing in Korean. So trying to use Hanja to learn Korean is really hard. Well, I never really so messed funny. with it. But. I don't know if it's Hanja or not, but I know the word Sung in Korean. like So it means saint, but it also means sex. So <laughs> temple is, oh my is Sung Like the temple that we go to is Sung No. Yeah. It also means sex palace. Are you so, serious? Yeah, like, and like a, a missionary That's where the rumors came from. is a Sun <laughs> Gyosa. I don't know what you guys think the devil is. So missionary is Sun Gyosa, but like the word for like sex person or, or like sex teacher. Sex teacher wait, is wait, wait, wait. Sung I have a question. For it second. sounds the same. What's a sex teacher? I don't. Someone that teaches sex. I is that a thing out there? No, it's not a thing. You had two I years to find out, and you yeah. didn't find this out. Well, I wasn't walking those streets. Like. Ah, well, no, apparently you were. They're out in front of your church. Um, <laughs> well, the church. To you. Most churches yeah. are in a red light district. That, were they really? Yeah, there's. Couple. That's insane. I believe that Korea has one of the biggest red light districts in the world. And it was I think most of it is that is like, that a true uh, stereotype that like, like uh, how do I want to phrase this? It's, uh, Pacific Rim countries are like crazily passionate about like I know. sensual stuff. I've heard Thailand that's the most is... delicately way I could have put that. I think Koreans are more private, but like it it comes into that thing of not wanting to stand out because when I was new, I wouldn't have noticed like there could have been a prostitute on the street and she just looks like a regular person because in America you associate them being dressed in a different way. A different way, way and walking walking to yeah, but in Korea they it's. It's all done in a way that it doesn't stand out, so you don't notice. I remember I was younger, like Ajima. Yeah, and they're like older. And I was in one of my later areas. <sighs> By the way, this is not everywhere, but this is just in certain places. Yeah. I was in one of my areas, and Which I area? saw this big SUV. I was in uh, Nokpun, and I was with. Uh, Where's that? Other Otein. It's like north of like Seoul, like. Oh, okay, like okay, Northwest. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. North. Northeast, I don't remember. But so I was in Northwest, <laughs> and my companion was Otain, and I was actually with Elder Driggs at the time. But we—that's <laughs> another story. But so we saw a big SUV, um, like stop at a like light, and there was like decently heavy traffic. But saw it stop at a light, and it had like really dark windows, and like three girls just like, or no, it was just one, just one girl just popped out, and then the car kept going, and then like. Oh, wow. I was like, that is the weirdest thing ever. Because when the doors opened, I saw that there was just a bunch of girls in there on their phones. Like a bunch of other women in there Weird. on their phones. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not like what you see in movies where it's like, yeah, we got prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to Hey, see how them. you doing? Like, come, come, get, come get your love. But it's like, <laughs> come get your love. It's probably, I would assume it's all done on the internet and it's all done very like hushity hush. And they, the yeah. idea is to blend into plain sight. But so we saw this woman, and I'd seen this happen before, where I saw a girl get out of a car full of girls. But you hadn't seen part two, like you're about to. And I, we kind of, this is weird, but we kind of followed her to see where she was going. Not yeah. for like a very long time. It was maybe like you know fifty. And feet. for good purpose. We kept, We wanted to see what this woman was up to, and she. Yeah. We followed her, and she goes down to the basement of this building, and opens up a door, and you know. Like, lo and behold, opens up the door and a bunch of red light is pouring out of the store. And oh. she shuts the door. And, I, and you're like, the telltale sign. Across cultures and languages, we all know what's going on there. there. She goes. And I think that um, for all of us, too, um, well, at least for me and Sarah, we both grew up in suburban places and suburban neighborhoods. And so we were not only exposed to Korea, but at the same time, we were also exposed to city life and what that's yeah. like and the problems the that real that world yeah and i think an issue that comes with that is that americans who have grown up in suburbia especially in utah where they grow up in this like cutesy little like 
Candyland. Yep. They go to this place and they're like, oh, this is a terrible place because oh my all these gosh, bad things yeah. are happening. And I've never seen these bad things before, but these bad things exist in different circles in America. You've just never gotten to those no, circles. No, yeah. You've never been to those places where this is happening on a much greater scale. That's some, so that's I think amazing. it's bad. It's it's sad that people don't see what their country is like, and then they go to another country, and they might associate yeah. problems that are no. everywhere with just that one place. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's what something I love about America is how different it is based on where you go. The South is completely different than, like, the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Like, the Northeast is completely different than the Southwest. Like, Texas and, like, even, like, uh, like, yeah, gosh, no, I'm having trouble. Like, Michigan are completely different. Mm-hmm. It's insane how different it is all around America, but it's so cool how to see a difference like w- nationwide yep. and stuff like that. Okay. I So, big thing in culture. I, I'm pretty sure I know that you guys, neither of you are into it, but I never heard about this until I was on my mission. K-pop. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, baby. <laughs> is it huge there? Because yes. why is it huge here? So like, <laughs> what I happened? I don't know what it is like with these weird white middle BTS, school girls. Yeah, yeah, obsessed with those guys because like, they look like women, so like red flag. And yeah. like, the thing is, it's everywhere you go. Like in Korea, like here's a Korean street for you: cell phone store, glasses store, kimbap chungguk. It's like a restaurant, like a just like I like, don't even know how to describe. It. It's just like cheap food on the go. It's good, but yeah, it's healthy it's, and clean. But it's like on the go. So it's not like fast interesting, food. Interesting. Interesting. Cell phone store, glasses store. Makeup store. Makeup store. <laughs> really? Like, it's just the same six things, like, just repeated over and over again. But every single cell phone store is, like, a different company, and they always have these, like, super douche guys just outside, <laughs> like, trying to sell their cell phones, blasting and K-pop and Justin Bieber. So like really yeah, yeah. like what's or that? like other big hits like Ed Sheeran stuff. Oh, or, yeah. they had that stupid Chainsmokers song there yeah. for so long, and I just remember hearing it like. I, I remember like, hearing it for the first time, and I was like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> but, no, yeah, I heard it for it the eleventeenth hundred time. Got a little. Well, the old. first time I heard it, I was like, "I shouldn't listen to this song." Like, that song, that song smiling. That song yeah. mixes up every single like emotion that you've tried to suppress in your entire life. Like, every <laughs> desire that you've trained yourself to not go after. That song's like, "Do it, do it." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially when we're missionary. Like, so they play the songs all the time. So we heard K-pop, like, every single day. Honestly, like, it never struck me as good. Like, I was never like, Uh yeah, I'm going to, like, totally listen to this when I get home. I have, have, like, three playlists on my Spotify for K-pop. But, like... (laughs) Three playlists. Well, like, one I made... Because I found out there's, like... It's ironically. I I, I listen to it all the time, ironically. But, like, they have, like, really cool alternative K-pop, too. Like, K-pop isn't just pop music. It's a... K-pop is pretty much any music produced by Koreans. Mm -hmm. So, Oh, well, well, that changes it, then. Yeah, there's, like, rap. There's alternative. There's, like, indie stuff. So, like... I was curious to hear what, like, what their there's alternative is. There's a, a K-Black Keys. Uh, there's a K-Alt-J. I don't know I don't think, that. I don't think K-Chance so. K-Chance I would rapper. imagine there is. I'd like to hope that in some world there is. I mean, if you, went, if you came to America for the first time and you heard the radio in America, you'd be like, well, America sucks and the music is horrible. Yeah. Because if you only ever listen to the radio, that you'd no, be exposed true. to straight garbage. Very and true. So I think okay, that, accurate. And, and a lot of Korean guys that I knew, too, especially guys that were, like, as counterculture as a Korean... Can, can be, be. We're like, oh no, K-pop sucks. Like, I hate it. But that was rare. Like, usually yeah. people have a celebrity that they love. That's a whole other big deal. Like, yeah. I, I mean, celebrities I'm, on again, socks, celebrities on calendars, like celebrity stickers. Like, yeah. you could not escape. The them. socks was the one that stood out to me but the most. I feel like America's the same way. It's just like I've toned down to a little it. bit more. I've learned to hate it over yeah. time. But from an outside perspective, you'd think that everyone worshipped like. Nicki Minaj and like yeah. Cardi B and yeah. like all That's the wrong horrible, Cardi horrible B, but yeah, that's wrong with Cardi B. They, oh. But, uh, <laughs> oh gosh, uh, that's more on that later. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a different day. Yeah, it, um, yeah. I think that like the, I don't know, the music is not as bad as. There's stuff there. But, they just blast what's popular. 
Yeah. All, what the teenage girls like because those guys at the cell phone stores want them to come in. Like, yeah, yeah the and easiest that's why, customers. They, that's why they have like more attractive people selling the cell phones because then the girls are going to come. And if they the don't guys. have attractive people selling the cell phones, they'll just put some random fathead sticker of some woman on the side of the building. Yeah, they Everywhere. always do that. Everywhere. That's <laughs> so weird. She's not even holding a phone. She's got like nothing to do with it at all. It's just like, hey, you want to buy a phone? Look at this giant sticker of a woman. Like that's <laughs> hilarious. Like, it just makes no sense. It's like, she, like she's inside or something. Like that is so funny. It's everywhere. I, yeah. And they have cardboard yeah. cutouts of people everywhere. It's mm-hmm. so weird. And like they have like a definite like top ten for male and female of like who's the most attractive, like who you want to look like. Really? Yeah. This is so weird. Cause honestly, I feel like even though I served in America, I was never really bombarded by American culture that much. Mm-hmm. Well, it was just like, yeah, no, and Cincinnati's like te- behind in technology for like Spanish 10 speaking. years. And I was Spanish speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what am I talking about? But um, <laughs> that's that's interesting that you guys are like, you guys encountered it so much. Okay, Korean cinema. Is that a thing? Mm, it's actually, it's really. Korean movies are pretty good. good. The, the ones I've seen, like the plots are super interesting. There's one I want to see called Burning, them. but there's besides that. There's like Burning, there's like Old Boy. The old boy trained to Pusan. Yeah. Yeah. The one I really liked, I think it's called like a Beautiful no Life or something. Beautiful Life. Yeah, it's super sick. It's this guy every morning he wakes up as a new person with a different face. And Jesus like Christ. and they and they remade it in America and anyway, they remade America and it didn't do as well, but like there it was super popular. Yeah. So he wakes up every day with a new face. He can be a man or woman, a child, an old person. And he falls in love with this girl. And so he, like... Uh, was that based on a Korean movie? Because I saw the commercial for the yeah, American Yeah, it's based on a Korean movie. What the was the American movies, version? I don't know. I don't know. It, it looks stupid. very, like, teenage sex. It, it looked, like, like, thing, it looked but... like a thing for something else. I'm not going to dive into that topic. But, like... Um, <laughs> Fornication. Yeah, well, go ahead. The exact opposite right. message of the, the source yeah. material. So Gosh dang. It's really cute because he, like... He sees her and just is, like... Stricken. Just, yeah, totally, like, struck by her beauty or whatever, and, like, yeah. waits until he wakes up as, like, an attractive man, and, like... It never happens. And, no, there, it does happen. Oh, he he goes to her, and he asks her out, and, like, they have a good time, and he's like, I'm never sleeping again. Because he knows if he wakes up... Oh, my gosh! So he, like, tries to keep himself awake, and, like, the story goes on from there. Obviously, he, like, ends up falling asleep. That's he joke. falls asleep and then In wakes Rummies. up. And then, you were talking about Freddie. You were no, like, I was gonna say it's like Nightmare on Elm Street, but very different goal there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's super good. Like I recommend it. And like, you watched it. Yeah, I watched okay. the whole thing. I watched it with Elena actually, and she doesn't speak Korean, and she really liked it. So yeah, sounds like an idiot. <laughs> um, so that's actually really interesting that they have. Would Would you guys say that a lot of Korean cinema like? Uh, this is in turn into a huge Korean cinema t- topic, but like I it addresses it. a lot. Would you say? Were you seen that one? Have you seen any of the other ones? Mm. I want to see Old Boy. I've seen parts of it. I've freaked seen me out. One. But I saw another one that was like about um, oh gosh, it was about like some detective guy or like a lawyer, and it was super funny. I don't think they really address the problems as much, but I've only seen two movies, so I couldn't be yeah. like. For sure. We keep even saying in America we don't address a lot of I'm problems. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Yeah, so I, I, I know that. For sure. Missionaries aren't allowed to watch movies, so we're kind of like probably the worst people to ask. I know there's but... one that True. is called Taxi Driver. That one's supposed to be that... super good. It has Robert De Niro in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing like the Taxi Driver with Robert the, De Niro. The, the, not, yeah. It's not like the Scorsese one, I'm hoping. Actually, maybe I've seen I think it's that. called Taxi No, I have seen that movie. I've seen it, the Taxi one. I don't know what it's called, but like it's, it has to do with like war in Korea. Really? Yeah. And, like, there was a time when the president, like, massacred, like, just, like, murdered a bunch of people. And, yeah, there's... Was that in the 80s? When I tried looking at crunching the the numbers, Mm quote-unquote, on that whole 1980-1990 thing, I just found some massacre thing that happened in the 1980s. Like, this is not... I don't know if this is the information I wanted or... What's that score? Like, it happened in April or something? Like, April 27th or something like that? 24th, 25th? Yeah, I don't remember the exact date, but, yeah, that definitely happened. Um... And, like, Rough. the thing is, yeah, that's, like, super hard, but, like, I don't know, like, I feel like Korean people, like, hold grudges, but, like, they seem pretty, like, they hate that guy, but they elected his daughter to be their president, I guess. 
Or was yeah. her daughter or something? That was because of like corruption in the early 2000s. Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, were we, were we, uh, she Ivanka? Was oh, okay. Never mind. She was impeached. She was impeached while we were there. And the yeah. new president is a lot more liberal. As, okay. as liberal as a Korean president. That's could a be. funny thing, though, <laughs> that we talk about is when they do elections there. Oh, man. They can't, like, really talk about it on Facebook and, like, they can't really do anything with it. What? But, like, yeah. And it's not like they do debates, like a serious debate. People literally drive around in trucks blasting music with people dancing in the back, like singing songs with just about... the number of who they're running yeah, for. Yeah, because only like 20 That's people insane. run. So there's like number one, and he's the most likely. If you're in like the top three, you're most likely to win. So like the guy who won, he was number one. Like he, it's so stupid. Like That is ridiculous. Well, I think but, it's because of how much pull they have in, like, in the, in the park. Yeah, I don't know. How it's it not works. like even political at all. It's yeah. like a big like. So you think you can dance like it's American Idol? But like it's so Korean. What is the? <laughs> uh, I can't remember his name, but like. Moon Jae In. No, well I know Moon Jae In, but who was number three? Oh, he was I like, have no idea. Sung Chor or something? No, that's like yep, somebody. That's our friend. Yeah. yeah, that's our friend. I can't remember his name, but like I just remember <laughs> being like. Like, it was just hilarious. Like, they would just scream his name and, like, dance in the back. Yeah, no, I, when I was in Shincheon, I think it was for Moon Jae-in, actually, they had, so it's like this giant truck, and then there's TVs on the truck that blast, like, the guy's face and his number, and then music, and then there's, like, a small little, like, shelf with a guardrail where people are dancing on the truck. So, like, the TV's playing, and they'll throw they're dancing, at you. <laughs> and the truck is driving down the street. And then they went down to, like, the square in, in Shincheon, like, by the Megaplex, and they all got out, and they had this big, organized dance, flash mob thing. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Yeah, your dream. And I st- stuck around and watched that for way too long. Because that's <laughs> super funny. That's hilarious. I cannot remember that guy's name. I wouldn't remember anyone. Uh, it was hilarious though. But so, what was your guys' favorite part of Korean culture? Besides, like the people and just like the obvious answers, the people. people. Well, you could explain that too. Well, like I love the people there, and like I feel like that's kind of an obvious thing. Why? That's why I said that. Yeah. Because they're so genuine. Like I know, like sometimes they seem like fake on the outside and stuff, but like the ones that I felt like I worked with and the ones that I grew to love and got really close with were just like amazing people and like when they said something they meant it like not all creeds are that because obviously we're missionaries and they would punk us and not meet with us but like americans are way more full of crap than i feel like koreans are especially when they say it i just remember like certain members like of our church we'd go to their house and like they'd feed us and they just loved us and like and they loved us and they didn't even know us like that's just so amazing and like i had this one um investigator her name was Jung Ji Hye she's one of my best friends like I just love her so much she's one of the best people and like she just loved everyone and like they're just like aware I feel like and like and you know how like if someone's like speaking English and they're not very good here we'll be like hurry up like what are you trying to say like do you need help like Uh. we suck at their language and they're like you speak so well. And it they're was so, so nice. nice. Yeah. You utter a single word, they're like, holy crap, you're so... They take it... Yeah. They're so so flat. for it. Wow. And, like, I loved how, like, the old ladies would just be like, oh, how you go, Ipada, and they'd, you're like, so take pretty. my butt. Like, like, you're so handsome. What? That last part? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way they are. They just spank you, and they it's funny. You. And, like, they're just so nice. They just are like, I don't know. I mean, we were white, so they were really nice to us. It was harder for Korean missionaries, but, like... Interesting. They're just so, like, kind. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think that it kind of goes along with what Sarah said. I don't know if this is, like, my favorite thing about Korea, but it's definitely something that I remember. Um, a lot of times in America, you'll have, like... So, you so say you go somewhere and you meet somebody for the very first time, and they act like you guys are just best friends, you know? And it's great. And you guys are like best friends and you just met. And then you see them again like five days later and they act like they don't know who you are. Because they're in like a different circle. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, I don't know who you are, dude. You better get out of here, bro. And <laughs> Koreans dude. don't do that. Because when a Korean does something, I feel like they stick to their guns. Like, I feel like they, they're they not going to be nearly as... Like, Flaky? As like crowd-pleasing or like say things just to make you 
feel good. Like, I feel like American, especially me, if, if the missionaries asked if I could go out and teach lessons with them, I'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm free all the and time. Then like, you, yeah, man, and then never answer yeah. their phone calls ever. Yeah. But a Korean guy would be like, like, I'm probably, that's probably not going to happen. But, like, I understand why it's important. And, like, I appreciate you trusting me with that. But I'm not going to do that. And when, when a Korean person makes, like, a friend, like, they mean it. It's not just because it's convenient or, like, they just do it for a little bit and then they'll pretend like they don't know you. Like, when they decide that you're their friend, it's a big deal. Because even in the language, like, the way you talk to someone when you first meet them is so different than the way you talk to someone that's, like, your best friend. And yeah. when you earn that level, it doesn't go away nearly as easy as it goes away in America. Like, friendship is a lot stronger, I feel like. Interesting, interesting. It's harder to achieve friendship with somebody, but, but it's, so it sticks it's, yeah. when you get it. They're wow. really loyal. And the only reason that they're flake, flaky is because of Pudan. Like, yeah. Because they feel pressured. Like, if they feel like they're pressured into doing something they don't want to do, like, they'll, like, please you and, like, say what you want to hear. But, like, when they're when they're really genuine, like, that's, like, they're pretty, mm-hmm. like, loyal with that. It's really cool. But, interesting. like, besides that, I, I love the... I just like the food and like, I like, I like the bike paths and I like the cherry blossoms in the spring and I hate how hot it is and how no missionaries ever had air con. Mm -hmm. And, but I still love that. Like, I love that memory and like, I love the weird Costco that has an escalator for your cart and like. That's so awesome. It's, super it's cool. like so many floors high. Like it's not wide. It goes oh, up. Man. The That's technology so sick. stuff, like the convenience level for certain things, was so cool. Yeah. Like, There's just like there's parking garages where, and I bet these exist in America. I just never seen them. But like you'll just pull up in your car, and then there's like this giant. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like an elevator for cars where they like put the different cars in like different slots. That's right? so like, it's a vending machine. Kind of scary. It's cool. No, it's, it's really clean and, like, really nice and really cool. Like, and, and most stuff there is so, like, new and cool and clean. And I, and I like that. I like that a lot, too. Um, I think that another thing that's really cool, too, is, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what's, like, a big deal. I don't know. People, yeah, they, they're really grateful for, for you. And, like, I don't know. That's I love good. how they that's rally. So nice. Like, if there's any problem, like, people are protesting... And, like, I like their subway. I, like, I don't know. I just love Bingsu, and I like, that's, like, this, like, shaved ice stuff. It's really good. Sick. And Dukboki's super good. That's and the food's all really healthy. Yeah, it's, awesome. like, and kimchi's, like, weird but good. Like, I really so like much. it. Kimchi, and, that's the one I've heard. Yeah. Countless times. It's good stuff. Oh, Korea kimchi. It's like just because you know the food, bro, doesn't mean you know the Anyone culture. Anyone who gives yeah. like, and we love kimchi. <laughs> every every general authority that ever gives a talk is like, I ate kimchi this morning. <laughs> it's like they say it like it's somebody's name, like they met a guy named kimchi. Um, one thing that I really love about Koreans is Americans are so full of like bullcrap ideas that they just like stick to. Like they don't know what they're talking about at all. Yeah. But they'll have like an idea that they think they know what they're talking about yeah. and so they will stick behind their bogus ideas and I think it happens a lot politically Americans yes. like they get fed and indoctrinated into all this stuff that is completely not based on fact it's not intellectual 100%. at all yes. they're like oh bro like dude this is the way I feel and anybody that doesn't think this is a freaking idiot yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Koreans are not like that at all you would never meet anybody that was that opinionated like they have intellectual humility which is awesome because they are they're education system although it's flawed and it kills people like it is so based on logic and like intellect that you understand that there's things you don't know and so you don't need to be a, a dick all the time yeah and say like i know better than you all the time that never happened in korea ever people were always open to hearing what we had to hear and yeah they had a lot of intellectual humility where they could just like they weren't gonna act like they knew better than you they're like oh that's really cool like I learned this, like, and I love that. That is legit. I love their stationery stores. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Awesome. They're awesome. Best stickers, well, best pens. I still yeah. order my pens. Well, when you're a missionary, that stuff is legit. That's true. When you're a missionary, it's cool. And half the population is going from going to school from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night. They're working with, like, school stuff. Yeah. So there is such a demand it. for that crap. And it's, it's so cute. So cool. All their That's so cool. And stickers I'll have to show you sometime. They're yeah, so for sure. Cutie. 
Well, this was great, guys. We're about to be out of time. Any last thoughts you'd like to like to say? I feel like it's a closing up a conference call. Yeah. Um, thank you both for being on. I'll have both of you on again. Maybe together, maybe separate. Um, Brad can have his own show. I think I, 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 just, have, I just have Brad talk by himself sometimes, just rant about the things that he thinks of. Just give um, one question. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. So here's bad. your hour. No, 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 one question. No, 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 no. That's why I had you on. And that, like, it's not like, honestly, it's not like, well, you had your one chance. It's like, I'm crazy. 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 I